today's episode, I really want to talk about something that has been on my mind lately and something that I've been personally working through on my sort of healing journey. And I know that I I talk a lot about healing journeys on like social media and things like that and for everyone to be open and out there and vulnerable. And I've realized lately that I (laughs) have not been practicing what I preach in a lot of areas, which I need to be. So today I'm taking that first step in practicing what I preach and I am being vulnerable and I'm just going to do that with you guys because this is a safe space and if it is for you, then it is for me, like I've said before. So, and I don't know why this has come up so much lately. I think it's because... I say I don't know why, but here I am going to explain why. (laughs) It's more so because, you know, like through any sort of healing journey, which I've, I know I've said before, healing journey is such a broad thing because I feel like, like I've said before, we are all always healing from something. But I think lately I have been thinking and kind of processing through, going over what has happened in the past, whether that be way back then or whether it is a recent past of situations, people, just things to heal from. And with that being said, thinking about past things and who I used to be, what I have been through, that sort of thing, there has been a lot of self-blame. And I know that we've all been there before where it's like, well, I should have seen this sign or I should have done this or I should have done better or I should have told someone sooner or I should have stood up for myself more. Like all of these coulda, shoulda, would'ves that really don't matter now because, you know, (laughs) what happened happened and you can't rewrite history. You can't go back and change anything. And I think that honestly, that is the most frustrating part to me, like rethinking about the past is the fact that I cannot change it and that I don't have that control to change it because I am personally a person who struggles a lot. I have found with change. (laughs) And I will cling on to things and make things, cling on to things that are no longer serving me just so that I feel secure and that it's like, well, that hasn't changed and like everything's still the same right now. So I must be okay. Like I, I, (laughs) everything has to be fine because nothing has changed. And then when something does change, yes, I freak out for a minute, but then I kind of realize that it's all for the better and it's fine. So I feel like it's a catch-22. I love and I hate change. But what I have learned so far in this period of trying to forgive myself and be on this path of not immediately resorting to self-blame for everything that I have been processing through lately is that unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you can realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. And I know it's easier said than done because just sitting here saying that back, I know some days it makes sense to me and some days it's like, well, what if I can't move forward? 
Like, I can't let this go. I can't forgive myself. I can't accept that the situation is over and that I can't change it. There's a lot of days that I struggle with that, but I have realized that I would rather struggle accepting that than struggle and being cemented in this place of self-blame and self-doubt and where my confidence goes plummeting just because I'm beating myself up over something that has already happened. And I'll give you two examples because I know you're probably sitting there thinking about a few things that, you know, you blame yourself for. So I'll give you a few of mine, a little story time, if you will. And I know I've talked about this many times before, and I'm not trying to make it my personality, but it is a big part of me because it was a large part of my life for a large portion of years. So I think what I struggle with is like forgiving myself for allowing my body to get to that unhealthy of a place during my eating disorder. And it stings because it's like, I, I really, if you, when I think about it, I can't, I couldn't do anything to prevent it. My mind was going to go there. I am just the person that my mindset operated in a way that that was my first resort to seek that sort of habit and pattern as a coping mechanism. And as much as it's horrible to say it happened for a reason, because now I feel so strong when I realize that I'm slipping back into those habits and I feel strong when I say no to those like kind of mindset shifts in my head when I'm kind of, no, I don't want to say relapsing, but kind of going backwards, tracking backwards. I feel strong in saying no to that old mentality that I had. And I think where I struggle is that like with how much I preach now about like, like love your body and eat more and it's okay and don't worry about calories and all of this. Like it's so much easier said than done. And sometimes when I'm saying it, I almost feel like a hypocrite because I know that I've been there before where it's like, all that stuff does matter. Like, and when someone says it doesn't matter, it's like, okay, well, must be easy for you to say because you have like the perfect body or the perfect mindset or you've never struggled with this. And so I think in terms of like forgiving myself for that period of my life and not having the common sense to kind of, I don't want to say snap out of it, but kind of to prevent, not go down that route and find a healthier coping mechanism. I have to tell myself that I was young and not to blame it on age, but I was young. I didn't know any better. And that was what felt comfy there in the midst of everything that was going on in my life at the time. And so I can't blame myself that that is what made me safe in the moment. And I know that that, I know now that that is not a safe space to resort back to. And I think in forgiving myself for that long period of time struggling with that, when I sit here now and I reflect about that old Anne and what she was telling herself, what she saw in the mirror, how she was critiquing her body, how she was giving herself no amount of slack possible in the world, 
I feel so proud of myself today in constantly reminding myself to undo those habits and to not slip back into that. So I feel like forgiving myself for that is still a process right now for me, but also it's getting easier every single time that I say no to slipping back. It's kind of like what I say, it's kind of like you're growing every day. You get the opportunity to grow and be different every day and choose to be better every day. So I think that in terms of my eating and my habits and my mindset around eating, that getting better so smallly every single day, ever since just choosing recovery in general, that is forgiving myself too. It's growing and it's also forgiveness all at the same time. And I think my second example, and you know, this podcast is all about (laughs) health, life, love. So last year in 2023, and if you follow me on TikTok, you probably already know this, but I went through a really, really, really rough breakup that the relationship should have ended as soon as it kind of began. <laughs> and I'm laughing now, but <laughs> oh Lord. Um, you know, it was a relationship where I saw a lot of red flags in many different periods and I just kept going and I kept going and I kept going because Anne hates change. So (laughs) if this person was okay and they made her laugh, then might as well just stick with it. And that's no, (laughs) but this relationship really, um, it ended in 2023 and it's weird to say that, oh, we broke up last year. Like that is mind boggling to me because this relationship took such a toll on me and, and it really made me question kind of my ability to judge others, to trust others, to be vulnerable with others. What I once saw was a safe space turned out to just all be a lie. And There was a lot of toxicity and abuse in the relationship that I somehow still blame myself for in a way. And I'm processing through this because I know it's not my fault. Logically, I know it's not my fault. But the path to get there to fully believe and accept that it was not my fault has been a little tricky. And one quote that I think I freaking saw it on Pinterest, I'm going to be honest with you guys, was, <laughs> was I sh- you need to change, I should have known, to now I know better. And I think about that often when I think, when I'm giving myself a hard time about this relationship and oh, Anne, like... Like, was it you? Was it this? Was it that? And I know in every breakup, in every relationship, like two parties are at fault. But in this case, it was really, (laughs) it was really 90, it was 90% the other party, 10% Anne. And I know what I have to work on. But this other part that I feel like I have to blame myself for that 90% 
of what went wrong and what was kind of put on me, that's not fair. And I think I constantly say that. I say that in my head all the time of I should have known. I should have known this was going on and I should have seen that red flag and I should have cut it off when we had this fight and I should have never given a second chance. I never should have given a third chance. And now I know better. I know better than to go against my gut. I know better than to stay blind to a red flag that I know is really going to just keep getting bigger and bigger as a relationship goes on. I now know better how I want to be treated in a relationship, how I want to feel in a relationship, how I want to be loved, and how I want to love someone else. And if that is something that I am not feeling, then I need to learn to move on. And that is something that's hard for me because I love, I think everyone deserves um, so many chances, but I also need to learn to be stingy with who chances are given to. And I think like in the whole sort of forgiveness realm, in terms of this relationship, I have learned that, that I have to be a little bit more picky with who I'm giving these endless chances to. Like, I don't give myself those chances. If I mess up once, I'm like, oh, can't do that again because I screwed it up. But if somebody else made a mistake that hurt me, I'm like, well, maybe they were having a rough day. And that doesn't make any sense. Like, why am I not giving myself the benefit of the doubt? But someone who has hurt my feelings repeatedly, I'm somehow trying to empathize about why they're choosing to hurt my feelings. It just doesn't make sense. One thing that's also kind of helped me, and this is kind of like a psychological tool that you can put in your toolbox, is changing the narrative. And you can't, you can't change what happened, but in your mind, you can kind of change the narrative and extract the feeling from the storyline. Now, mind you, this only works for certain things because there are certain situations that have cut me so deep that it's just like when when I try to tell myself, oh, just change the narrative, like take away the feelings from it. I'm like, girl, let's be fucking for real right now. Like we cannot do that. <laughs> that Those feelings are way too big that they are not going anywhere. So take this with a grain of salt. Like this, <laughs> the situations that you can apply it to, apply it. But I... That's why I'm telling you firsthand, I know that this cannot be done for everything. In terms of changing the narrative, you're not making everything happy, rainbows, unicorns, smiley faces, cotton candy, everything's happy if the situation ended badly, obviously. But instead of the narrative of, oh, like, we broke up because... I didn't see all these red flags and I stayed too long. No, because see, that's self-blame. Like you're blaming yourself for everything. I'm blaming myself for everything. Instead, you change the narrative and go, we broke up because this person was not treating me how I wanted to be treated. They did X, Y, and Z, which crossed my boundaries. And I know myself worth more. 
So you're kind of reframing it. I hope you can see my point. You're reframing it in a way where it makes you feel stronger and it makes you kind of cope with the situation a little bit more. So in terms of eating disorder and that whole story time for me, instead of saying like, I should have known what I was doing to my body and chosen a different, healthier coping mechanism for what I was going through. Instead, now I say, like I said earlier, I was young, I did not know any better, and I chose something that made me feel safe in a time of extreme uncertainty in my young adult years, in my childhood and young adult years. I think the path to forgiveness in the end, long story short, is removing the self-blame from yourself. And I know, like I keep saying, like throughout this whole freaking episode, that's easier said than done. And this is something that I kind of want to keep you guys updated on because honestly, it's hard for me to even talk about, but I feel like I just wanted to sit down and kind of ramble into my microphone and just kind of like get it out there that this is what I have been struggling with. And there's other things too that I'm still trying to forgive myself on. And I feel like self-blame and self-doubt and kind of self-sabotage is the easiest sort of emotions to go to first because, because I think a lot of us, and maybe this is just myself, but I feel like a lot of us use that self-blame and self-doubt and self-sabotage as kind of fuel to give those thoughts of, okay, we need to be better. We need to become better. We're not good enough yet. Like things like that. We almost use like all of that blame and like self-blame as fuel to that fire and to those thoughts. And we're essentially giving more power to those negative thoughts that we have of ourselves. And I think for me, in order to, circling back to that first quote that I said, like, unless you let go, unless you forgive yourself, unless you can realize that the situation is over, you cannot move forward. You cannot move forward if you are still telling yourself that everything in the world is your fault. Yes, are some situations, do we have to take blame? Do we have responsibility for what happened? I'm not saying that... Like, I'm not saying that you should go through life being like, I'm Lily White. I am always innocent. I am an angel just floating among earth. Like, I just, I can do no wrong. That's not what I'm saying. We're all going to make mistakes. We're all going to say something wrong, do something wrong, hurt someone's feelings. But that's the stuff we can take ownership for, responsibility for. But it's the things that, like, those big uncomfy situations, life events, feelings, people leaving our lives and whatever capacity that we might blame ourselves for that we shouldn't. That at the end of the day, we know was not our fault. So I think within all of our healing journeys, it's that practice of changing the narrative from one of putting all the blame on ourselves to taking a step back and looking at it from who you are now and saying, okay, what cards were I dealt in the situation? What did I know for certain in the situation? Not what I know now, because I think it's easy to compare 
everything we know now in the present day, thinking that our past self should have known all of this and like been this like more like logical about everything and had this like more common sense about everything, but you didn't. That was the past you. This is the you now. And I think the bright side of things is that us now in present day have that experience and now have that knowledge and that sense of self and common sense to not repeat history. So that's what I'm telling myself right now in this kind of period of forgiving myself and healing from things is that I'm reminding myself of what, like, Anne, what exactly did you know in that moment? What tools did you have in that moment? Like, and realizing that I was a different person then than I am now is kind of nice to think about because I know that moving forward in the future, I can better limit these things from happening. Am I saying I will never get my feelings hurt again and (laughs) I will always be the strongest person in the room? Hell no. Hell no. I'm far too emotional, dramatic, whatever you want to call me. That I, I am so tired of acting like I am the chill girl. I will never be the chill girl. Hi, I'm Anne. I will never be a chill girl. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> and I will always forgive myself for not being the chill girl because life's too short to be chill all the time, okay? So that's my step one into the path of forgiving myself, healing from things, all of that jazz is changing the narrative, reminding myself of that growth because of that situation, realizing that the coulda, shoulda, wouldas are just, now I know better. Now I'm stronger. Now I can empathize with that old Anne, but I now know that future Anne will not have to go through that because she has learned the patterns to look out for and the signs to look out for. And these moments where we have been broken down and we have felt like we are completely shattered and falling apart and look in the mirror and don't really recognize ourselves anymore, those are the moments that we have built ourselves back up from. And we have had those mornings where we look in the mirror and we go, shit, look at me go. And you know damn well that we have all had those moments. (laughs) No matter how many pieces we have shattered into, we have all put ourselves back together at some point. Maybe like we're, there are a few jagged edges maybe that we need to, you know, dull a bit, but (laughs) nonetheless, we have put ourselves back together and we continue to put our best foot forward and I think that that is something to applaud and is something to not take for granted no matter how small the situation no matter how small the crack or the break or the shatter of ourselves at some point no matter how short or long it took we have put ourselves back together and gave things another try so I, that's another thing to remind yourself is that in all of those moments, we thought it was the end of the world. And I'm kind of, maybe I'm talking about myself right now. In all of those moments, I thought it was the end of the world. I thought there's no way I can bounce back from this. But yet again, time and time again, every time I tell, my, 
every time I tell myself, oh, there's no way, like, this is it. Like, I just, I, I want to remove myself from just society. Like, I, I, I can't, I can't go on. Like, this is, this is it. Somehow, I have always bounced back. I have always put piece by piece together. No matter, like I said, how short or long it took, I did it somehow. It's it's giving Mirrorball by Taylor Swift, honestly. That that song is so me. It's giving me. <laughs> it's giving healing journey. It's giving forgiving yourself. I love you guys. Please, tonight, think of a moment that you thought you could not move past from and look at yourself now and see how far you've come. I love you very much. I will talk to you soon. And... I'm forgiving myself for being a little off track on podcasts. So (laughs) that's going to change. Anyways, I love you. I love you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon.